You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes. Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. I am here, I am Bogart Kenny with my dad, Paul Kenny, after a couple-week hiatus. We had mental and physical injuries, so it took us out of the show for a couple weeks, but we are back. And we're here live at the Superplex taking your phone calls about anything to do with stuff, anything to do with consignment, anything to do with trying to make money on what you have or trying to get rid of. We are we're talking about anything to do with antiques, dishes, radios, comics, movie posters, bottles, furniture, Anything you can think of, anything that's sitting in front of you or that you've been wondering, you know, the last, been the last couple of weeks, these guys haven't been on, you know, I really want to get that in. Right now, you can call us. Our number live is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And the toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And we are all about consignment here. We're all about stuff. We're all about well, about getting an idea of what your thing is worth, or if you want to get a validation of what you think your thing is worth. Oh, that's it? You're that's not going to tell people to bring a pen and paper and watch us, or they can watch us live stream us right now? Yes, you can live stream us on the Zoomer website. Yes. And if you missed miss us, you can get us on podcast later on in the week. That's still, the, still on the Zoomer website, but... Well, yeah. some people are on church right now and stuff like that. And okay, but they've already had two weeks of reruns, so it's time no, to no, do a yeah, live no, no. show. And I wanted, okay, I want. We have a great show. We have a lot of catching up to do here. But I want to thank. I want to have a couple callouts because I had. I want to thank the people at the Trillium Health Center at Sherway, and I and one and we had my operation at the uh, um, one at number ten and first class service, uh, professionalism, uh, everything done with speed. Uh, except for the obvious pain after you have an operation. Um, everything was, um, I have no complaints against our medical system right now. There might be other people who don't, and this is not a show for complaints. I just want to say they hear a lot of complaints. I'm one of those people right now saying, I'm very happy about how I was treated in Canada with our health system okay. and how it helped me, okay? That's the two-week two hiatus. So yes, that's why we couldn't wondering. make it down here. And but I just like I say the trillion people were all professional. It was clean. It was efficient, and uh, in out. And uh, I'm very very happy. And like it's for all those people who complain. I'm very happy with the health system. It treated me right. Maybe the next time, maybe not so good. But this time here, they treated me right. And I have to say something about that. The other thing in yesterday. Now it was funny. I'm at um. I'm out. We're back at work. We're back at work doing stuff. And I was at um, a call with a lovely couple yesterday, and I'm, in the background was Zoomer Radio. And it makes me remember wh- how much I love the old songs. And Katie Lang was playing in the background. And she was playing Hallelujah. And it reminded me of the time I was at Massey Hall when I heard that. And goosebumps went through my body. And it's just 
hearing that. And that's what songs and the music that we have on Zuma Radio brings back, brings back memories. Yesterday, I was, it was just one of those perfect scenarios. I was doing my work with some, buying some coins and stuff. This song was in the background and I heard that and a smile came on to me that was just, just thinking about the memories and stuff. And that's what I like about uh, Zuma Radio. And we, also there was a couple of our ads on there at the same time. So that was, you know, that was part of it as well. And I want to tell people this week, um, and I'm going to say this, and a lot of people have heard me talk about this. Um, we give the show here, and you're allowed to call in. You call in, ask what your stuff is worth, and we try and give you a good price of what we think it's worth and what it would sell for today. Well, I want to warn people, there are that, that crew of crews of people that are going to the different hotels in the Toronto area this, at the, this week. And I guarantee that everything I'm reading on, seeing on this page, this big full page ad in the sun or the star, and they have all the things. But at the bottom it says for more information, call. And then please understand that we cannot value your items over the phone. Please bring them in. I want to warn people about that. There's that they're we, basically a sales pitch. It's basically saying we want to yeah. sell you when you get here. And then they high pressure you when you're there. And a lot of people think they've gone to the place, they've shown this person, and they think they're getting the highest price. I guarantee on all the pictures I see here that we can get more money and pay them higher prices for everything on this page than they will pay you at that time. So you're basically saying whenever someone gets an offer of something, it's well, better have, you better call Paul. Yes, and you can call us at our store, which is 905-737-4653, or some of the people who use this number to wish me uh, good wishes this week while I was off work, uh, 647-298-8989. Before you sell, get a second opinion, because I've seen what these people do. And the old people come in, they just, oh, I'm getting $1,000, but you're getting $1,000 for a $10,000 item maybe, okay, and especially in watches, in coins. I know that they're paying $5 for stuff like I'm later on the show, we're going to give you our prices, what we're paying for 10 carat and, and silver. Not now, but this is called a teaser, so you keep on listening to us. About 10 minutes from now, we're going to give you our prices. But you can call us, and we will give you prices over the phone. And if you're talking to me, I'll mostly know what if you tell me a medal from some year or a Robbie Robot uh, thing or a card set. Like this week, uh, a set of cards, which is about two inches tall, sold for a little over $3 million, okay? You think wow. you can get that? And that was in someone's basement. Okay, so this is when you're talking about that, I, it made me think of those advertisements I see on the radio of people saying they'll get rid of your stuff. But you, they'll get rid of your stuff, but they're going to charge you. They're yes. going to charge you to oh. get rid. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. I, I still can't get over this. Like when I hear this advertisement, I'm trying to think like, okay, why are people doing this? Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand like, why would somebody call a company to be like, Hey, get rid of everything and just charge me. That makes no sense. Cause everything technically has value. Not everything does, but like when you're talking about a whole household, I'm sure you can redeem some sort of value. There's some money. There's there. definitely some value. So say, Say you're going to pay somebody, let's say, just for argument's sake, $2,000 to get rid of your entire house in a few days, okay? And there is stuff in there that has items. Maybe you recoup $2,000 of your entire yeah, house, but yet you pay them 2000 and you get nothing back. Yes, yeah. it's maybe swept clean. Oh, it's worse. It's worse than that. friend of mine, okay, who does household things, 
cleanouts. He does it in the Hamilton area. Told me that there was one given in Toronto. Now he works with some of the trust companies and stuff. And he said to me there was a house um, that they charged. I want to guess they charged fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand to empty a house. Now I don't know how much stuff is in it or how big this house was, but I cannot see that in any kind of logical way. So someone overpaid, and that they should have gotten a second opinion. Fifteen thousand. Well, did they get anything for what they had? In nothing. There? Nothing. I don't even know if that included tipping fees. There are some houses that's only you have to get rid of stuff. Everything is destroyed, and there are cases where that happens. But if that's the case, it's just as I run to the dump. It shouldn't be more than three, four thousand dollars, unless it's completely full. In a normal house, would be three, four thousand, if that. But we can also. There are people in the backs of those drawers and in the basements and stuff. We find stuff. I was at a house uh, this week in one little closet that was uh, two feet by three feet by five feet, six feet high. They had one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of stuff. Well, okay, but also you got to understand that these these other companies are promoting the removal of stuff. Yeah, is they don't care. They're they just care. they go in. They're like, okay, I'm getting paid to get rid of this stuff, so they're going to get rid of that stuff. And even if say even if there is something in there, they're not going to come be like, "Hey, you know, hey, look, you forgot your gold watch or you forgot your gold bar sitting in this drawer." Like, no, that's either going in the garbage or, or somebody's pocket because that yeah. they they're not giving that back to you. You're, no, no they're paying them for a service and that's it. Whereas what what we went on this rant for is that we do quite the opposite. We will get rid of your problem, get rid of your items. But we will get value back for it. We will yes. make sure that you get paid for it. So say we give you a quote of, okay, it costs $2,000 to get rid of this, but you have, you know, three, $4,000 in items. So you're technically making $2,000 on us getting rid of your stuff. It yeah. may never come out that high, but I'm saying you at least get a redeemable or you'll make money on something you need to get done anyway. It's very unusual that we go into a house that there's nothing redeemable in that house. Yeah, even if it's a few hundred, even if it's a few hundred dollars. Like, you know, it's like, you know, everything is garbage in there, whatever, everything's really old. But, you know, we, we found this, uh, like, whatever, a couple watches or a couple, like, that's, that's the easiest thing is watches or jewelry or something that someone forgot to pack up. And we're like, okay, well, we'll get rid of it for you. Or, you, you know, here, you take it back. Like, we just want to make sure that you're happy as a client and we'll do the full service and take the headache away from you. Yeah, yeah. And if this house has to be sold, we can help you. We have a seniors specialist real estate agent who helps. We deal with seniors. Knows all about probate. Knows all about the different pitfalls about selling a house you've been in 40 years already. Okay, the, we're a one-stop. We went a little bit of attention of everything. We're a one-stop shop for everything. You want you want to get an appraisal on some sort of item. You want to get an appraisal on your gold, your silver. We are a live hotline right now. We're live in studio taking your phone calls. the The number right now, if you want to contact us, is four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. But what I wanted to say is that the numbers you were giving, and we can always someone can always ask us and follow up with us and try to get information of uh, what everything is worth. And we are a live hotline for those numbers. Mm -hmm. your, your personal number and your stolen number. Those are you can call literally any time and get an appraisal of what their stuff is worth. So no one has ever left like, oh, I know you'll get back to me in a week. Like, no, we get back to you immediately. We want you to know exactly oh. what it's worth. Okay, immediately, whatever, next business day or whatever it is. Like you're calling 9 o'clock at night, probably not going to get an answer. But I'm saying if you're calling 12 o'clock during the day. There's some disappointment. In the last two weeks, I haven't been in the store. Okay, wait, I'm just trying to sell you here. But anyways, okay, okay for the last two weeks, but that's why I'm selling it now. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you have anything to do with stuff, call it in today. We're live here for the least next 45 minutes. Um, 
let's go to the phone lines. Okay. Uh, we have people been waiting patiently. We'll get to Al in, in Grand Bend. Wow. I love Grand Bend. Hey, Al. Yes. Hey, welcome Good to Consignment Heroes. Good morning. What a great little town. I used to spend every summer there. I used to live in London. And I'd go oh, up to okay. Grand Bend. We'd hitchhike up to when you could hitchhike up to Grand Bend. That's how long ago that was. And okay, well, we're we're uh, we're moving, so I'm trying to get rid of stuff. Okay, <laughs> okay. I have a um, uh, Robbie Burns uh, statue. It's uh, a bust. It's uh, uh, ten, about ten inches tall. Uh, I have no Blaster idea. Or metal? Uh, it's, I think it's clay. Okay. Uh, Plaster. Okay. Uh, I, it's, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know much about yeah. it. It, uh, it says Burns on the bottom. It, it came from England about a hundred years ago. That came from Scotland. <laughs> oh, Scotland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, maybe England. I'm only kidding. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. My my ancestors came from England, and I I know they they brought it with them. Yeah, statues like that and busts like that they still sell, but the the today's kids don't want them. They'll have uh, they'll sell between twenty five and sixty five dollars. If it's metal right. or cast iron, bronze or brass, they'll sell for more money. Of as usual, statues uh, still do sell. Uh, but it, this might be more of a touristy piece. It might have been put together by one of the potters in England, like you say, or Scotland. And then it will come down to who made it. If it was made by Wedgwood, it will have a collectability. But if it was made by uh, uh, one of the local potters, probably not. Okay? Right. And right. It's, is, it, is it all, is it like uh, no chipping or anything like that on it? No, it's in quite good condition considering it, its age. Yeah, uh, I used to love. Go ahead. Uh, I just didn't know. I haven't got a clue. They're not know, unless it's something special. I can't imagine being a whole lot, but there are still people with Robbie Burns. But it's one of those things. It's like a, a bust of Shakespeare. A lot in nineteen hundred, it would be something people had in their house. You know what I mean? Right. And a right. lot. It's a, almost a touristy piece that. Uh, and some would give it as a housewarming gift or something like that. But in Grand yeah. Bend, is you lived up there and it is like all year round. Uh, yes, we we have a permanent re- residence uh, which we're going to be putting on the market in the spring. Yeah. Now the house, some of the cottage, some cottage furniture, as opposed to the Victorian um, brown um, furniture, still sells. Because people want it for their cottages, and and it doesn't go for the huge amounts of money, but will still sell. Where if I get a diamond suite from 1960 that someone paid ten thousand dollars for, and it's uh, eight uh, chairs, a table, sideboard, and a buffet, I can't. Uh, I have a hard time getting two, three hundred dollars. I'll get as much for a cottage chair, which is kind of right. weird, but that's how it is. Are you going to have a, a little content sale out there before you go? Uh, yes, we we've probably got to get rid of all of our big bulky uh, uh, furniture because uh, you know it costs costs what it's worth to move it yeah 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 no for sure but you have might some stuff you were there for a long time I know I love Grand Bend the advertising it brings back memories for going up there and uh, I haven't been back there in a long time but I'd love to go back there you know yeah but do just, you have a store in Cambridge uh, we do a lot of uh, Southworks Antique Mall uh, which is at 73 Water Street. 
Uh, you can call us. There's some stuff that we would put in there, the bigger, bulky stuff. And there's also a friend of mine down on Clappison's Corners Antiques. He's on Highway 6, just right. north of mm-hmm. 5. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's best to send us off pictures. You send me off pictures, I might be able to, even if I don't handle it, I don't mind directing you to someone who might. Our whole show okay. is about helping people. We don't have to, as much as I want to make money, my wife wants me to make money, my kids want me to make money, I don't have to make it all the time. I believe that you give a little bit to the world, the world gives back. How's that? Okay, so, great. Give yeah. me, send me some pictures, and I might be able to point you in the right direction, okay? Super, super. Thanks very much for your help. Thanks for bringing back a memory of Grand Bend. I forgot all about it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well done. Well, Grand Bend, never been there, but okay. Um, we are here live at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 And we'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on this Sunday morning. It's kind of gloomy out there. We're still seeing some snow, but hopefully it'll go away soon because I've been slipping everywhere. And it's, it's rough out there. Okay. Uh, anyways, we will get back to the phone calls. Uh, we're going to go to Martin in Brampton. Hey, Martin. Hey, Martin. He went well, brown. I guess we lost, we lost Martin. Oh, no, he's green again. Oh. Okay, so well, maybe we'll go back to Martin later. We'll go to Lynn in Stony Creek. Hi, Lynn. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Um, I have a ring. Yep. Now, this ring... Um, the stone isn't even in the books. Um, it goes back to 1642. You know it's from 1642. Ring of my grandmother's family. Okay. On um, 1642. Yeah. Now this is a case of where, and I want to point this out because it happens a lot on in my email, my shop. Just because something's old doesn't make it more valuable because what we have to have here is um, supply and demand. You have to have people who want it. And this is where, um, like, people collect Tiffany when it has a name on it. If you're a ring from 1642, unless we knew who made it and someone collected that piece or what pieces, if it's, is it Hallmarked from 1642? Um, uh, yeah, it's got... Uh, to William, uh, to Mary from William on it, yeah. engraved on the inside, the uh, band, and 
because it's, it's oval. The band is well scold. I'd like to see it because if it has a hallmark, not just someone's engraving that I gave you this in 1642, um, everything back then would have had tax marks on it because the government wanted to take keep control of the gold and silver. What and would it have on it? It'll have a hallmark if it's English. Uh, it won't be North American. It'll probably be uh, English okay, or what French. Would it, what would that hallmark look like? It'll look like little impressed marks. And you can bring them in. Like, this is what we tell people on Sterling. Like, you'll have a... No, uh, there's nothing like that on it. There's no little impressed marks. No. It's not going to help it. Uh, we can find out what kind of a stone it is, but it might, just because it's old, uh, it might not be... He might not get a lot more money from it than its its gold value or its um uh the the stone value. Like I, I point out, this, go I've ahead. I had it to a person that uh, uh, deals in antiques. Yeah, and he's figured it's up more than five figures. Okay, did he offer to buy it? I wouldn't sell it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then sometimes people no do that. Way. If they know you're not selling, they'll offer the world. But what you need to have is a proper appraisal on maybe probably for uh, insurance purposes. If you're not going to sell it, you want to have it so that it's insured. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to have it appraised because I need to get insurance for um, our apartment. Yeah. And I don't know what the value is. Okay, that'll be part of the value on this. And if you're going to hand it down, the reason you're not selling it probably is because you want to hand it down to someone in the family. You want them to know what it is. And I've you heard me talk on the show here. Every piece that you've got has a story. And you want to tell, if even if you're selling it to me, I'd like to know what the story is because it helps sell the item. Or if you're going to hand it down to your kids or grandkids or it's going to be handed down to the family, you want the story to go with it, okay, that it is 1642, that it was handed down like this, like this. And this is important. I can't overemphasize this. I'd love everyone, after we end our show, is that they go and write down one line about something that's in the in their house that they want to hand down. And it'll, I'm willing to bet that they'll, they can look at something. It'll bring a smile to their faces because it'll bring back a memory. And then write down what that memory is because that's the story. The memory is the story. Whether it's Uncle Ed or it's uh, Aunt Mabel or somebody did something or gave you this or this was an important day because my husband proposed to me, uh, something like that. The stories are important. We're all stories. The things are just things to, things are just stuff to keep track of the stories. Well, from what from what my grandmother told me, um, William was an earl. Okay. In Scotland. Perfect. See now. If I got a question for you, have you written this down? Oh yeah. I want. I mean, yeah, no, I've got the whole family tree. I want you to write down the story on this, and not just other people, because other people. This is probably tweaking some other people's memories out there, and so I forgot about that. And they ought to be writing it down. You know, it's 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 uh, like I say, the things are only things to keep in score and 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 bring them back the memories. And and sometimes you don't want the memories anymore, then you can get rid of the stuff. Or if you're a collector and, and you have to downsize, but keep keep track of the stories, okay? And in this case here, you got to keep track of the story. I I say you should get a, you should get appraised to have some kind of a monetary value added to it, and they should be able to tell you if there are hallmarks on any appraiser worth his salt is going to be able to tell you. This has got a hallmark on, and I can date this to such and such a year, okay? 
Thank you for the call. Okay. Thank you. Well, that, that can be worth a lot of money. You never know. It could be, yeah. It just needs to you know, have backed up Providence. Provenance. So, Providence. There's no D. Okay, the, go. Well, okay, fine. Not this time. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Martin in Brampton. Hey, Martin. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yep. hear you now. Oh, beautiful. Okay. I have a friend who lives down the street. He has an Underwood typewriter. Okay. Must be like, I don't know, 75 years old. That's not old enough. It's not old enough. Okay. No, no. Uh, Underwood, we sell the one, if there would be 41913, uh, they'll all have little marks that have the little patent numbers on the back. It'll give you what oh, okay. date it is because a patent only lasts for 10 years. So you'll use the last number, the highest patent mark on it. It'll tell you how old the typewriter is. People sell oh, okay. between 100 and and $1,000, depending on which one it is. It's probably one of the black ones with the multi-keys. It'll help if it works. Right. You know. Uh, I tried to show Bogart that doesn't have a send button on it, but he now understands that. Um, now we have... Uh, they are worth, like I say, between a hundred and a thousand dollars. But oh, okay, but he's also got a yeah. Rolex watch. So why didn't you tell me about that one first? Why'd you? I, okay, go ahead. Oh, well, I, I got a list here. <laughs> this is the last on the list. Okay, but he's got a Rolex watch, and yep. he says it's like nineteen thirty nine, nineteen forty. Oh, uh, a Okay, uh, Royal Oyster Tudor. Yeah, okay. Um, yes. Now they can go in. Now this is where. I'm gonna make. I hate to be bringing this up again, but this is where I'm talking about those uh, road shows that go to these hotels, like they go to Holiday Inns and different churches and and right. different and hotels. You're welcome to go there if you really want to take a look, but don't let these guys pressure you into telling you the stuff is worth nothing. Okay, and a Rolex watch because some of the Rolexes aren't well Rolex marked on the outside, but they know inside that they are. Okay, yeah, and they'll buy this. Appraised, uh, I think ten years ago, it was appraised at about five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and they'll offer them three hundred dollars for it. Okay, and like I said, um, we can get. I guarantee. I, I looked at the whole ad here, and I says I can. I know what they pay on this stuff because we've sent people. Like I have one friend, who, and I've said this. And I know he'll back it up. He went there with a Cartier watch worth about fifty G's. Okay, they offer him a thousand bucks. Oh. oh, then he says, oh, I got the box. And then they say, oh, I'll give you a, uh, 2000 Okay. Now, when you go in, you also give them your phone number and your address and stuff like that. So they have a, a list for you. And when he got home, they offered him 5000 Okay. Now, these these little places have the little guards outside. So is this, is this a watch like from 1949, 1939, 40? He had it appraised at $5,000. Do you think it's? Worth more than that? What do what Rolexes watches go for? I don't know. No, no. What they want is the new big clunky ones now. Some of the old styles are not doing as well as an investment. They're still worth money. He would probably get 2000 2200 in that on uh, online. It's like um, that's what these guys who do run these shows, uh, these hotel shows, they just buy well, your stuff. Why would come down to your place? We'll either take it on consignment because we just took in a Patek, uh, a Patek watch yesterday that's worth about five thousand dollars. Oh, gonna get... okay, all right. Because he said he had it appraised ten years ago at five thousand dollars for okay. this Rolex with a small face oyster, yeah, nineteen thirty nine forty thing there. 
Yeah. But they are they valuable? Like Yes, like, they'll still sell. But what we'll do is we'll find out what they're selling for online now, okay? Oh, I see. Now, because oh, there's two things. Appraisal is when someone is telling you what something's worth. Right. And then there's also the big difference between, well, what can I get for today, okay? Because more people are more concerned about that. Or what can I get for it in the next two weeks? Uh, like we have jewelry. Most jewelry in our store, if it's appraised at $10,000, we sell it for around 2500 to 3000 that is the oh, going okay. rate of what happens if you've got a gold or diamond ring and it's appraised at that, okay? And it doesn't dash out of our store. We're not selling out every week, so this is about what, it, what the, the realistic prices are. You know, it's not worth five cents on the dollar, but it's not worth 90 cents on the dollar either. If something, someone has a ring worth uh, 25000 you're only going to get uh, six, 7000 for it, even though that's the appraisal. That's for insurance purposes. And I want so, people to know um, the difference. You guys, you guys are located in Toronto. Uh, Richmond Hill. Oh, in Richmond Hill. Jeez, that's even closer to me, actually. Okay. Um, we're, we're, we're 75 feet we're south of the beer store. An appraisal in Pardon? Pardon? Can I come? Can I bring the watch in? Of course you can. The appraisal. If you bring it in, I have a watch expert and a gemologist who's on staff. He's there five days out of six, uh, and he will give you uh, what we think we can get for it. Uh, what our what we do is a consignment fee, and uh, we we sell everything virtually in, in U.S. funds. So we're also getting the longer dollar that way. And oh, a lot yes. of people, yeah, like I say. I so tell about, what about a 1970s Rickenbacker bass guitar? Bring it in. Bring it in. And then you'll find out that Paul can't play guitar. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. All, right. all that all that stuff has a has a price on it and then it, and there's uh there'll be serial number we will nail it down within a couple hundred dollars. Okay, okay beautiful guys. I, you know, I listen to your show every week and my buddies, they have these items, you know, like the seventies Rickenbacker, the nice item. Rolex watch, and an Underwood typewriter, and well, the under I've got three Underwoods in stock right now. They don't sell that fast. The Rolex and the Rickenbacker sell much faster. Okay. okay. So, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. You're welcome. That's oh. what we do. We oh. buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. Do you know why? The world has more money. Well, yeah, instead of like a local store or something like that, you can get yeah. a longer dollar with those things. Okay, yeah, that, make, that makes sense. Um, if you do want to call us live right now, we're down here at the Zoomplex for at least the next 20, 25 minutes, and our number here is if you want to grab a pen, you want to grab a paper, it's 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740, and the toll-free number is one 740 We'll go to the next caller, uh, Ray in North York. Hey, Ray. Yes, hi there. Um, I just call. I know my stuff probably isn't worth much here, but I just thought I'd give you a call. It's a free call, right? Sure. Um, yeah, I have uh, the box set of The Sopranos, but it's an English uh, version. Like yeah. it's, it was manufactured in Britain. Uh, people do collect it, $30, 40 Some, A lot of people like The Sopranos, and they want to have the set in there. But this DVD? Yeah. Or not VH. Yeah. Okay, that should be DVD, yeah. No, it's, uh, let me see, seven DVDs here. HBO, yeah. HBO, it says. And yeah, no, they're, they're all they're, in, uh, unscratched, unmarked. They're all good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The box sets are the one thing that do still sell because people want to binge on them. But, you know, the advent of Netflix is really killing some of this stuff. You know, it's if, if if the Sopranos were on Netflix tomorrow, then there'd be a bunch of box sets go on sale on eBay or on um 
on Kijiji right away. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. but yeah, no, it still has value. And you know something? You don't. Sometimes you get you buy something and you use it for thirty years and you enjoy it. You don't have to get more money if you get some of your money back. That's not a bad deal either. Sometimes if you've enjoyed it for twenty years or thirty years, right? Well, I'll be, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I found this. Uh, I've taken it to some stores locally, um, you know, places that you know buy this kind of stuff. Yeah, they, they got no interest in it. Really? Uh, yeah, no, no. Just well, because as I mentioned, it's Great Britain, right? It's manuf- It's uh, oh, they can't play it here. Okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, it's got this eighteen blue sticker on an eighteen red sticker underneath. Got put on on, on Flea Bay, and uh, hopefully someone in England buys it. But it, unfortunately, is what is going to happen is you're shipping over there, and this is what's hurting some goods is that the the actual cost of shipping the goods. Uh, if you have a fourteen dollar item and it costs fifteen dollars to ship it, you know mm-hmm. it's not a good deal, eh? So, right. Thank you for the call. Wait, no, but would oh, I okay. still get like thirty, forty, or no? No, no, re- no, no. You're gonna have to put on uh, on eBay. The only way you have to sell it, you won't buy it at all. And we won't buy it. We'll just take it on consignment. We'll put it into into eBay, and it's it, it's on the lower end of stuff we want to do. Plus, like I just said, the downside of selling to someone in England would rather buy it from someone in England rather than incur a $30, $25 cost of shipping it. And we, we're the cheapest. We can ship stuff cheaper. Uh, we've got our um, our online store down pretty pat. We have the cheapest shipping in the city. We ship out of the United States, unfortunately, to save a bit. And we have good packers. So when it gets there, it gets there in, in still uh, in good shape. Uh, we're professionals in that way. And this is what we, this is what we do. You know, we try and get people the most money for their goods, and um, but it's we've been doing it a long time. We know what we're doing, and sometimes we have to give people bad news. It's because we know what we're doing. Not all the news I, not all the prices in the, that I give on this show are great. Some people say no. I bought this for two hundred dollars and now it's worth ten. I'm not happy with you, Paul. <laughs> it's well, not my okay. fault. Okay, I okay, I give you this, and you what did you say? Consignment. Consignment. But I'm going to check it out. Call me at my store tomorrow. How does that work, though? Uh, When we get paid, you get paid. Yeah, whatever it sells. You call me and let me know that you sold it. Yeah, yeah. But it might be, this might be, we might be too far away from you. I would say you might try it on uh, on Kijiji first and see what happens. uh, Uh, I'm not on the computers, to be honest. Okay. Um, well, I have you here. I also have this little key. It's like a key thing, and it has a clock on it. Any value? I don't know. That'll have to see. Dude, but I have really the small. board is full right well, now. Well, yeah, you, you can you can always uh, contact us at the store. Contact our, me. At the our store. number is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. And we're also in Richmond Hill at ten thousand three forty one Young Street, yeah. Unit number two. You can just bring it in, or you can you know send us a photo. Whatever you want to do, we can always look at it that way as well. Um, Sales at Toronto Gold Silver dot com. Uh, well, I don't know if anyone got that, but. It, you know, the, if you do want to contact us right now, our la- number is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. But you better get it in soon because the show's ending and we got a lot of calls on the board. But uh, we will be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? 
For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here on a busy Sunday morning getting to your phone calls about stuff. We're here. We are the consignment heroes. We consign stuff. We take your stuff. We consign it, and we can sell it. That's mm-hmm. what consignment is. It's confusing. I know some people don't really understand it. Consignment, in in a brief uh, description, is if you want to get rid of it, we will take it and we will sell it for you. We will take a percentage, and then you get whatever is left. You get a higher amount though. But we do have a buyer coming in. I think two weeks from now, he's a major, major buyer of sports memorabilia, and. Uh, rock and roll memorabilia and he's got what i consider deep pockets if you have a million dollar collection he can buy it and he wants like he wants to he's like well someone say a million okay i'm bidding so it's like one of those things if you have that type of you know stuff he wants that stuff but when he buys it you'll buy it you'll get a little bit less than you get a consignment but some people want the money right away and that's why these some of these um these Shows that go to the hotels and stuff. Oh, they they flash you the cash, and you say, "What? Yeah, but they're flashing you ten cents on the dollar." Exactly. You know? So it's like you know, if they're going to give you a hundred dollars when it's actually a thousand, that's a big difference. So. Yeah, but if someone gives you eight hundred dollars for something that's worth a thousand, oh, okay, I can deal with yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. We're that's, allowed to. You're allowed to make money on me. Okay. Now you know we're. I want people to get paper and pen together because we are going to give the gold prices right after the next call. No, not after the next call, after the next couple calls. No, we, we, well, call. they have to stay tuned. We can They'll count to one. Okay, we'll go to uh, Manuel in Brampton. Hey, Manuel? Hey, Manuel, are you there? Hello? Hey, Manuel. Hello? Hi. What, what do you got for us today? Yeah, well, I got a Gucci, Gucci watch. It's beautiful, it's nice, solid steel. Solid steel? Mm, can't melt it then. Okay, Gucci is one of those names. If it's real... And uh, authenticating is very, very important for us. If it's real, the Gucci still sells, um, but they have the late, the newer stuff does not sell as well as the vintage stuff on Gucci. Okay, but you'd have to send me a picture on to sales at torontogoldsilver.com or bring it into our store because my watch guy, he's forgotten more about watches than I ever want to know. Okay, um, and we have a watch expert who's there all the time. So you uh, you can call, make an appointment, make sure he's there that day. We can run through the prices with you. We can either buy it or we can do it on consignment, okay? But Gucci is still Gucci, uh, uh, Rolex. These, these The good names in watches, Panerai, all sell. We just sold a Panerai watch for $15,000. So it's stuff like this and like paintings and stuff like that. It's better to bring it in because we have to see it and appraise it better there than it is over the phone or over a picture. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's that's still a bit of a better option. Okay. Um, okay, so, gold prices. I'm going to give them now. Okay. People got their pen. Okay. This week, because if you're at one of these these road shows or if you're even at someone else's, I want you to know what gold prices are this week. Gold right now for 10 carat. You should be getting around twenty dollars 
per gram for 10 carat. Write that down. You should be getting approximately $28 per gram for 14 carat. And the mathematics is right here. You'll be getting $36 for 18 carat gold per gram. Now, when you go into your fleet, even if you don't sell it to us, and you ask the guy, how many grams is that? What carat is it? And how much per gram that is? If he can't tell you that, run out of that store. Or Well, roll. they'll try to dance around it. They'll try to be like, well, but ask him these yeah, questions. Yeah, it's this carat, but it's damaged, or it has this, yeah, it has that. It's like, no, it doesn't matter. The gold weight's the gold weight. That's yeah. what the value is. So there's no, someone will always try to convince you to get a better deal for themselves. Obviously, they want to make money, but this is the problem is that this their is margins price. are way too high because. Think about all the overhead they have to pay to be there. You know, spend their their time, spend the money, spend the move-in time. You know, if they came for a trip from out of town, they want you to pay for their flight. So there's just a little bit too much money that you have to cover selling them things. Yeah, like my neighbor, which I send people there all the time, and I can do a conference because he never pays more than I do. He's on the other side of the wall. Yeah, we did a deal this week where we paid thirteen hundred. He was offering eleven. That's two hundred dollars. For walking 15 feet. We should call our store the other side of the wall. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea, The hole in the wall. You mean the hole in the wall No, the other side of the wall, not the hole in the wall. Now, silver, wait a minute. Silver, dollars in silver right now are approximately ten fifty. Okay? If someone's offering you $8 per dollar, you're not getting a fair shake. And sterling silver is 52 cents a gram. Okay, that's what you should be getting. It might be 51.9, but it's in that area. Whatever, you're close enough. Some stores are paying 35 cents. Yeah, that's That's not fair, okay? And if you have 800 silver, we buy that, and we're the largest buyers of silver plate in the country. So we are basically trying to get everyone the most money for their items, and we're trying to undercut the entire market and try to give... People knowledge of what their stuff is actually worth. No, I just want them to get a fair price. They, yeah, I know a fair price. Someone's got twenty dollars worth of gold. It's not worth driving all the way to Richmond Hill. No, but it's I want not. To but they should money. get that twenty dollars worth of gold. Yes, because it's your twenty dollars, not your two dollars. They want to yeah. pay the ten percent on. I know some of the people who go into people's houses, like they call them uh, pickers or door knockers, and they're offering ten dollars a gram. And $14 a gram for 14 and $18 for a gram. So that's half the, the price. Again, like I said, every I speak about this every week is people, they're, they're more like, okay, well, I just kind of want to get rid of it. Like I paid X amount for it. I'll take the loss because it's used. It's like, no, your gold is worth your gold. Just yeah. educate yourself on what it's worth before. Like when you go to buy a car, you know roughly the car is worth, you know, 20, X amount of dollars. Okay? Yeah. If someone's trying to charge you double that, you, you, it's going to raise a red flag. You're going to be like, well, you know what? I just saw online this was $20,000. You're trying to charge me forty five. Does that make sense? I don't think so. Why would you pay almost so much more money? Right? So it just doesn't make sense. And it's the same thing with gold because gold can be worth a couple thousand. It can be a thousand, a few hundred, whatever. It's, you know, it, it, it's enough money for you to do a couple minutes of research, finding out. And every, usually gold, almost every piece of gold will be stamped. So it'll give you exactly the information that you need, like 10 carat, 14 carat, whatever. Then you just put it on a scale. So you literally have the two numbers you need, how much it weighs, what the carat is, and you you will know the direct market value that someone will pay you for it, or at least close enough to that. Yeah. So there's, there's my rant. Okay. Because I'm saying there's people that are my age that don't understand. And it's like, I'm like, well, you know, you should really just educate at least a little bit. So it's like, just understand what the carat means. 
Like they're just like, oh, that's 10, that's 22. I don't know what's more. That's a huge difference, yes. like huge in value. You Anyways, can always call us. You can always call us. We are always uh, have the hotline available. You can Google us, you can text us, whatever you want to do, t- uh, you know, reach us to us on social media. We will try to get you the best bang for your buck or give you the best information for your stuff. Now, we have more calls to get to. Okay. Okay. Um, usually I tell you to stop ranting. We're going to go to Mike in Kitchener. Hey, Mike. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you guys today? Fantastic. Looking forward to what you have. Um, I got a, 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 I guess you'd call it a claret jug. Yep. Uh, It's glass and sterling plated silver. It was plated. Uh, It was handed down in the family. There's markings on it. Okay. I've tried to contact a few people, but I haven't had too much luck. Uh, there's E&C Company on it, which I believe is Elkington and Company. Yeah, silver plate then. Okay, generally. Yeah, with a K marking on it as well. Just if there's any idea, like you'd probably want to see a picture of it, but it's about 12 inches high. Uh, it's in good condition. If it's got the Elkington names made in England, Elkington is one of the companies that almost kind of invented silver plating. Because they used to have sterling, and then they had what was rolled silver. They had silver over copper, a thin layer of silver over copper. And Elkington was one of the first companies that did that in England. Now, being silver plate, the reason they do this is because sterling silver or even so pure silver is very soft. So if you had a claret jug full of a liquid, it would almost not you wouldn't be able to hold it by the handle unless it was a very thick handle. Okay, so when you got the silver plate, but unfortunately. Is it is it cut glass or clear glass? Just clear glass? Any any uh, design yeah, on it? It's got like a flamingo or a bird on it. Ah, okay, that's much later. Okay, that'll be nineteen seventies, sixties, fifties. Um, probably worth fifteen to twenty five dollars. And okay. uh, we crush them a lot, a lot because we get them in. If there's any damage, you never want to fix them. Um, uh, we that's what we do. A lot of people get their silver plate uh, if it's something's monogrammed on nineteen forties, fifties, sixties. We just crush it, and we try and take the silver off. We buy it by the pound. So okay. based on that, if I like the object, just put some my favorite wine in and keep it, right? If oh, I yeah. enjoy it, like enjoy it. And I mean, yeah, exactly. nothing makes me kind of a little bit more mad than I tell someone something's worth a thousand dollars. They don't sell it to me, which I, I understand, but they keep it, but they don't use it. They put it in, in a closet. And I says, no, use this yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, this is, this is very attractive. It's not marked up or anything. And uh, my wife said, well, if I don't get anything for it, I'm going to keep it. And, I'll, you know, we'll yeah. use it, which is probably a good idea. Yeah, because if you go to one of these big box stores, they're going to charge you for something made in China. They're going to charge you $25 that I guarantee that if you ask me the price on, I'm going to say a dollar at a garage sale. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So enjoy this. Enjoy the beauty of it. Enjoy the craftsmanship. Elkington was one of the top silver plate companies in England, okay? Okay. So, uh, yeah, enjoy it, and uh, just think of the story, you know, that it's actually made back then. Uh, One other quick question while I got you. Um, We were going to go to a fella here in Kitchener this week, uh, my friend and I. We got silver dollars pre-70. I've got about five of them, 1960, 61, 64, circulated, like they've they've been out and about. I've had them for years and years. Uh, he's talking around twelve bucks for each one. Is that fair? Oh, he'll pay you twelve. Take it. Yeah. Now, as long as you don't have the big years in silver dollars, as long as it's not a forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, or forty-eight, 
Okay, if they're nineteen fifties and sixties, then yeah, twelve dollars. You're you're he's you. They might be in great shape. That you're he's giving you a fair price. Like okay? if it's twelve, take the money and run if you want to sell. If it's twelve for all of them, no. If it's twelve each, yeah. But make yeah, sure make yep. sure you don't have those years. Okay, I should go back. Thirty-five, thirty-six, forty-eight. Uh, yeah, 45, 46, 47, and 48. 48 is worth about 6000 So you don't want to sell that for $12. No, nothing that old. This is all 60s. Yeah. And if you've got quarters, what we tell on people tell people here is that you've the same amount of silver in 10 dimes as a silver dollar, the same amount of silver in four quarters as a silver dollar. It's all mathematically figured out. So when we give you the price of what we're paying per silver, we're, we're considering it to be all old and used. How about a 1944... Silver Canadian nickel, mint condition, never circulated. Uh, in, in, if it was great as an MS65, they sells for $90. It trend, it's in the guidebook at 90 sells for 45 and it's very hard to get, and it'll cost you $10 to grade it. Most of them we find in great shape are worth about, we sell them by the roll, they sell for 2 to $5 each. Yeah, there's something about the 44 nickel that they were apparently before the war, Something During the war, Tobrak or something Tom-back. special material. Tomback. They're made in Tomback. Tom-back. It's yeah. a copper nickel. Okay. Yeah, this I don't believe is that. It's very shiny silver. No, no, that would be the chrome I, ones. I That's a chrome. Was, okay. Did you did you is. tell him what he should be getting per silver dollar? Yeah, roughly. Right. Yeah, no, he says that the guys are from twelve. If that's more 12, than I pay, that's great. So he's, then there, there you go. There is an example of us, like you know, okay, well here's our price and here's that price. Go with that guy's price. Go with the higher okay. one. But yeah. when, well, when you, it's not carved in stone. I haven't met the fellow yet, but that's what he's yeah, exactly. That's what he's advertising. He might say ten when I see him. You know, who knows? Well, he might yeah. be like, oh, it's all beat up and you know yeah, whatever, yeah, and try to exactly. beat you up on it. So, but no, silver, yeah. silver. Well. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And, uh, no problem. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great show. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for you. calling in. And uh, there, there it is right there. Like the guy, we said, you know, on air, we're like, hey, take that price. Make more money. We don't need to make that money no. off of you because there is enough volume out there to get it done. But these guys at the road shows will be like, yeah, 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 we'll pay you the 12 bucks. And the second you get in front of them, oh, you know, that's got a, a, a dot, a dot on it. I don't yeah. like it. I'm going to pay you a third of what it's actually worth. So it's like they're just trying to get you in front of them. That's why they won't give you a price on uh, over the phone or online. Like we're there. We're, we're like, okay, just give us a rough idea. We'll give you a rough cost because we're not salespeople to try to get you in front of us to sell you on yeah. it. We don't, we don't, we don't need Wait, to buy it like that. We do want to buy. No, you want to make money. But the whole po- premise of this is we're trying to sell everyone on our honesty and how, yeah. how, what our margins are so they know exactly what they're buying for how much and how much we're making. They can put yeah. all those numbers together. There's no hidden fees. Everyone hates hidden fees. Yes. Yeah. Right? No, no. And well, I should m- mention that we uh, also, we, we have another call. I know, but I got to mention this. We also buy sell gold bars and silver bars, and we do in our store. Okay. Now, I mean, we've had people where they sell their house and they want to put it into real money. Gold and silver seem to be. I'm not a financial advisor. Shouldn't advise people. But if someone else has advised you to buy gold and silver, please think of us. You and know, don't you, buy that. You, oh, and the Canadian government get this. I, oh I God! Go Here we go. No, I saw an ad the other day that they want you buying gold and silver, and they want to give you a certificate that we're going to hold it for you. Who? No, the idea. If you don't hold your gold and silver, you don't own it. It's not physically to hold. Yeah, I know. But you know, everything you say before the word "but," you actually don't mean. Yeah, so if you say, I'm not a financial advisor, but, like, you just totally negate the first part of your sentence. Anyways, stop talking. we got to get to the next caller. Okay. We're going to go to Valerie in Mississauga. Hello. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Hi, we just try to squeeze you in at the end. Okay. 
Um, I have a Rolex watch, and it was my grandfather's, and it had no uh, identification on the face. But when you open the back, it said RWC, and I understand that means Rolex yep. Watch Company. It's nine carat gold. And my understanding is it was made for the British market, and I guess it was given to my grandfather by a uh, former employer. Okay. And I think it's, they said it was around 1923. Now, has it got a Does it have a cover on it in gold? It is gold, yeah. No, no, does it have a cover, a hunter's oh, face? Oh, no, you mean uh, the face of it? Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, the gold value in this is going to be now, depending on the size, if it's full size, It'll probably be about two nine carats. Going to be around two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars worth of gold. Okay. The Rolex part of it might push it much further than that. It's it's not a wristwatch, right? It's a it's a pocket watch. No, it's a wristwatch. Wrist. Oh, it's a wristwatch. Okay, yes. sorry. Okay. Yes. Uh, then you're only going to you're talking much less. Oh. Uh, the gold in value. So you're going to want to sell it as a Rolex watch. So okay. sometimes, okay, we get watches in, and I say that. The gold is worth more than the thing as a watch, okay? okay? In this case here, Rolex generally is your watch is going to be worth more than the gold value. It's 9 karat gold. Right. Uh, it's going to be 8 karat, 8 times 15, 120 to $135 worth of gold. Okay. The other thing that I have is, and I got it at an auction, okay. it's the Royal Dalton Toby Jug that was owned by John Diefenbaker. Really? Yes. Really? Now that's, you know, I bought John Diefenbaker was a collector of um, Johnny McDonald. I bought his John Diefenbaker used to own uh, a John A. McDonald chair, which I bought at an auction. Okay. And I actually sold it. I ended up going off the states. But you're if it's if it's um uh, owned by Diefenbaker, that's a story in Providence, and some people collect Prime Minister stuff. I would say you're probably going to be getting two, three hundred dollars, where normally you might get. Twenty dollars for a Toby yeah. jug, thirty. So, okay. but the story behind it, yeah. there are people who collect political stuff. I had a picture of John Diefenbaker, and it was a photo of him fishing, and it was inscribed, "Look at the fish I just killed, John Diefenbaker." And uh, just, I like the, the humor on that part. Well, I hate to tell you, my father was a, an ex Avro employee. <laughs> oh, does he have any parts at home? Okay. <laughs> No, no, my father has uh, died, but he ended up doing very well. He ended up working for NASA after yeah, yeah, Arrow yeah. was. But uh, yeah, we went. My husband and I went to the auction because they had to clean out the house. And, Perfect. Uh, this it, the auctioneer is in Newmarket, and uh, so we just went to see what they had. And of course, I how long ago was this? Like well, twenty that, years ago? That, that, well, that had to have been like. It's, oh, oh, we're running sorry. out. Of, we're running out of time before we're running out of show. Okay, that, that's our cue. Sorry we had to cut you short, but we'd love to hear more of that story off air, or you can call in next week again. This week I'm down in Niagara again. I'm in Hamilton, and people can call me. Uh, We're back in action. We're uh, taking care of people. Please call. Um, God, give me a couple more days before you bring stuff into the store. And uh, look for those lottery tickets in your basement, okay? Thanks for tuning in. See you next week.